Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. Now, the real story on today's biggest topics. The Lisa Wexler Show on WICC 600 AM and 107.3 FM. By the way, Senator Blumenthal, where are you this morning? I am on my way from New Britain. I'm on my way to Washington on the highway heading from Washington, D.C. up to Connecticut. I am on a train. I'm in my car. I'm on the Estella. Down to New Haven. And then I'm on my way to D.C. for votes. I'm in Washington, D.C. You're in the middle of a vote right now in the United States Senate. I'm in the midst of a Judiciary Committee hearing and just stepped out for a moment. I apologize that I can't spend as long as I'd like. You know what? You, you, you're like a Where's Waldo character. You know, it's, it's like I have to find you with pins on a map. And that, of course, our own Senator Richard Blumenthal, who always manages to show up on the Lisa Wexer show, no matter where he's gallivanting. Uh, welcome back to the show, Senator Blumenthal. We always love having you, right? We give you a chuckle for the day. Meantime, I hear yeah, that yeah. you walked, I hear you walked the whole Juneteenth parade on Saturday without a cane. I was in Boca with my folks, but I guess you're really on the mend. That's wonderful. I am definitely on my way back to full strength. I'm not yet ready to run marathons, but uh, I'm off the cane, uh, off crutches on my own, and uh, feeling good about it. Thanks for asking. Sure, of course. So, Senator Blumenthal, you made national news this week, uh, opening an investigation into the PGA Tour merger with the Saudi-based LIV Golf. I think it's fair to say that a lot of us were gobsmacked about this audacious takeover of golf. But then now golf is saying, but where were you? Where was the Senate when we needed you to help us? So uh, first of all, Senator Blumenthal, how is it do you think that the Senate, that the U.S. Senate has any jurisdiction, has any legal right to interfere with this? On what basis? You know, the Senate has a right to information that, the American public deserves, namely how 
the PGA reversed itself completely, did a 180 after betraying its players who gave up potential huge compensation packages to join Live, betrayed the 9-11 families who supported its resistance to Live, and many of us who were very supportive after, for example, I sat down with Jay Monahan about a year ago and he asked for help, and we were supportive. The Saudi Arabia's involvement in numerous malign activities, the murder of Jamal Khashoggi, the war again in Yemen, support for terrorist activities, including the 9-11 attacks, other human rights violations. Now it's using the sports-washing tactic that is characteristic of repressive regimes. It's buying, in effect, the patina of legitimacy from an iconic American institution and trying to use it to whitewash its reputation. And I am very concerned about the Saudi government's role in influencing this effort and the risk posed by a foreign government entity assuming control over a cherished American institution, an iconic sport for America. And the Senate here has a proper role to play in uncovering facts that are important. We've asked for documents and other kinds of evidence. I'm not going to prejudge what the next steps will be, but I've urged the Department of Justice to investigate the potential antitrust violations of two companies, two entities merging in this way. I've urged that there be scrutiny of the nonprofit status of the PGA, which it may no longer continue. What happens then to the vast assets that it accumulated as a result of that nonprofit status. We all have a role to play in the Senate, the Department of Justice does, and America has a right to the facts. And what do you think is the risk that is posed in terms of American security or American well-being? What is the risk of a, of a foreign national government taking over a U.S. sport? First, there's a risk to the sport itself that it will be, in effect, exploited financially. Second, there's a risk to American taxpayers that this nonprofit status will be continued when, in fact, it's a for-profit institution making millions of dollars for the Saudis. Remember, it's the Saudi Wealth Fund, the Sovereign Wealth Fund. It's mm -hmm. government entity that has taken over a close confidant of the prince, the ruling family, is now in control, and it may be exploited in that way. And then what will happen in terms of the future of the sport is very much at risk. But there's also the concern that there's a long history of repressive governments trying to use sports to paper over their humanitarian violation and I don't believe we should just stand by as the Saudi government tries to take over an entire American sport to try to get the public to look away from their deeply disturbing human rights record and have investments in property, in golf courses, in other kinds of American iconic institutions. It's, um, you know, when you think about 9-11 and, you know, the fact that 19... Saudis, Saudi nationals are the people that plotted and, and, you know, put down the World Trade Center. It's astonishing that in only 22 years, 
the sort of audacity or the rehabilitation of their reputation. I don't know how to put it, uh, but they think that they have rehabilitated their reputation enough that the American people are going to go ahead and say, well, okay, you know, this is okay. I've also been reading that this is the first step, that the Saudi fund is so rich that they're making a play perhaps for basketball, for soccer. Um, you know, they have a lot of money to throw around. And uh, this could be just the beginning, Senator Blumenthal. They have a lot of money to throw around, and there's nothing to stop them from taking over other sports institutions, equally iconic and cherished by the American public. And I understand from public reporting that the Department of Justice is looking into whether anti-competitive conduct occurred. I think the Senate has a role to uncover whether there was wrongdoing and what kind of legislative steps should be taken. Again, I'm not prejudging what we will find, but right now we're just shining a light on what happened here and what it reflects in a broader effort by the Saudi government to take over American sports institutions. And remember, sports play a central role in our society and in our country. country. Throughout American history, athletes have been at the forefront of social change and civil rights. There are role models. And some of these athletes that turned down offers from LIV and stuck by PGA really should be admired as role models. They put their convictions ahead of literally hundreds of thousands of dollars, indeed millions of dollars in payments because they wanted to preserve the PGA as an independent institution. And now they're on the short end compared to other players that took the live sellout. And, you know, I think they are still role models, but they really deserve justice here, as do the 9-11 families. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Well, uh, we're going to see what happens here. I uh, I was reading that uh, an article in the Times this morning that um, one of the golfers was quoted as saying, "I think only four people in the whole world really know what's going on." In other words, the athletes themselves are being completely kept out of the loop. They find out about everything by reading it in the newspapers as well. But, you know, the idea of antitrust is a little bit ironic, Senator Blumenthal, because, you know, antitrust means that it's about competition. And for years, the PGA itself had no competition. So I don't know how you argue antitrust here, if you know what I mean, because they really were the sole, they're like the NFL or the NBA. It's them and nobody else. Where's, 
Where's the competition that ever was in that community? There really wasn't any. You know, uh, Lisa, the fact that there was no competition for a period of time, and then there was competition with potential benefits to the fans and the players, doesn't mean that antitrust law protecting competition can't be enforced. If, for example, in the the automobile world, uh, if there was no competition and suddenly there was a GM to compete with Ford, we wouldn't say, oh, it's fine for Ford and GM to combine because for a while there was a monopoly. That just isn't the way the law works, and it isn't the benefit to consumers that antitrust law is supposed to protect. So uh, I think that argument has been made by the PGA. It's among the disingenuous points that have been made, like Jay Monahan complaining Oh, Congress should have protected the PGA. Mm-hmm. Well, the PGA mm-hmm. could continue to do the right thing, but for the PGA or for Jay Monahan, it's all about the money. Money. Oh, it's so obvious. It's so smelly, Senator Blumenthal. It's so obvious. It, it's so obvious that taking the quick dough and selling out the sport because it enriches their own bank account now. And they don't really care about anything else. I mean, it's, it's very, very obvious to anybody who's looking at it. Uh, but, you know, I will say for me, and I'm not a, um, I'm not really a sports fan. I'm more like if I want to do a sport, I participate as opposed to a watcher of professional sports. I have just been increasingly so cynical because of all the sports betting that's come into it. You and I have discussed how the colleges are corrupting themselves, a lot of them, as they step over themselves to make some money from college sports betting. It's astonishing numbers of kids now that are spending their disposable income on betting. So I just feel like, I just feel like all of professional sports is not, it's just not anything that I would ever hold up to as a role model. I mean, I understand all of this consternation about the Saudis and doing this and the sports washing, but I just want to say in general, to me, they're really not a role model of anything. To me, personally, they're not. They're just not. Well, as in, as in American life in general, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Uh, I'm not a golf player myself, but it's a sport that has great resonance among Americans, and I enjoy watching golf, even though I don't play it from time to time. And uh, I think Americans regard it as as an iconic part of our culture. And certainly the players deserve justice, 9-11 families who were used by the PGA. They were really used uh, in a very public way, Mm -hmm. and now they are essentially trashing them. Yeah, it doesn't pass the smell test. Senator Blumenthal, before I let you go, I know you're going to be back in Connecticut where you are all the time anyway, but for a major gun summit where President Biden is expected to be there, you're going to be there, Miguel Cardona will be there, a whole bunch of um, you know notable people will be there. What do you hope to accomplish tomorrow? In other words, what do you think should be the takeaway from the summit tomorrow where President Biden is coming into Connecticut? I hope we send a resounding mission message about the work still to be done and how Connecticut's common sense gun safety measures have worked. They have really worked to save lives, a ban on assault weapons, a ban on uh, people who are dangerous to themselves or others continuing to have guns, at least temporarily. We separate them from guns. 
red flag statutes. The legislature has just taken additional steps to protect ghost guns. I hope Connecticut, as a leader, can show how its common sense measures have really worked and how the Safer Communities Act passed last year by the Congress almost exactly a year ago has helped to save lives. It has worked and uh, that we can redouble our determination to do more. Hey, Senator Blumenthal, did you see this morning that Axios published that there is so much division right now within the Democratic Party about where the first primary should be held because President Biden firmly wants it to be South Carolina, but Iowa and New Hampshire still want to hold their caucus and primary respectively before South Carolina, that the headline was that if the primary were held today, it's possible that Robert F. Kennedy would win the first two primaries, presumably because President Biden wouldn't be participating in them. Where do, where do you stand? I mean, you're an integral figure in national politics. You're a U.S. senator. What can you tell us about what's going on with respect to all this conversation about primaries? Uh, I haven't seen the Axios story this morning. Uh, to be very honest, I'm really focused on my work here in the Senate, not just the PGA, but artificial intelligence and protecting against some of the abuses there, the Kids Online Safety Act, protecting kids against some of the toxic content. I hope that uh, the primary system is made representative and gives people the voice and the vote in who our next nominee will be in the Democratic Party. And I am supporting Joe Biden. Uh, I don't know which primary will be first, but I think wherever it is, he's going to be very strong. Senator Richard Blumenthal, thank you very much. You're going to be in town. It's Friday. Today's Thursday, right? Tomorrow. You're going to um, be in town tomorrow uh, I will for, be back for the tonight. gun summit. You'll be back tonight. The summit is going to be in Hartford tomorrow. And uh, thank you as always for coming on the show. Really appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank Take you. Take care. Senator Richard Blumenthal on the Lisa Wexler Show. We'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 